It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend on Como News. Now, a show for anyone who is or has a boss. This is The Boss Show with Jim Hessler and Steve Matenko. Today on The Boss Show, how accountable are you? How accountable are you? We will give you some tips and some strategies and and uh, a foundation from which to to create a high accountability team and organization as well as your own high accountability personhood. I'm Steve Matenko. I'm the psychology guy. I'm an executive coach and a leadership development workshop facilitator. I work a lot in a company called Path Forward Leadership Development that was founded by my friend across the table. I'm Jim Hessler. I'm the business guy. I'm the guy that uh, studied classical music in college and then ended up uh, working graveyard shift in a warehouse and 15 years later, I was a vice president of a Fortune 150 company. So I'm the bootstrappy guy. I'm the guy that learned most of this stuff the hard way. I didn't learn it in school. I didn't learn it in class. Uh, I learned it through... uh, keen observation let's just say yeah, and, and a lot of mistakes <laughs> <laughs> and now you teach it in a way that I helps people avoid those kinds of mistakes yeah. so accountability it's about getting stuff done right it's about being effective about being efficient whatever your mission is you need accountability it doesn't matter whether you're you know making widgets and trying to sell more than the competition or whether you're trying to save the planet from environmental degradation or or in our case help leaders become better leaders whatever you want to do in life you need accountability it's about enacting your mission in life do you and your team do what you say you're going to do that's what we'll talk about today and, and it's amazing next how, week. it's amazing for how many organizations the answer to that question is no mm-hmm. yeah it's just unbelievable not enough so and this is plank 10 in our leadership platform which is in the book land on your feet not on your face uh, we've been uh, doing all the other planks leading up to this they're all uh, housed in our archive at thebossshow.com if you want to listen to them it's a, a good way to kind of get a an overview of our book and then uh, if you want to flesh it out in, in a lot more detail buy the book it's a good book and Plank 10, in, I think Jim mentioned it, uh, it's 10 out of 12, our 12 Plank leadership platform. This is where, in my experience, delivering the workshop, it's where it all comes together, where people have um, huge ahas and say, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> I see how everything that we've been studying so far, being worthy of followers and understanding motivation and being a student of culture and a champion of culture when appropriate and a critic of culture when necessary and building my own sense of personal influence, all these Communicating things. well, creating shared vision. Yeah, the, the, the accountability doesn't happen because a leader just decides he or she wants the organization to be accountable. There's a lot of work that goes into creating a high accountability organization. Some of it's structural, a lot of it's relational, a lot of it's cultural, but it, it all comes together. You're right. Now, this is This is to me, Plank 10 is almost the apex of our program, to be honest with you. This is the one where we really look at each other and say, are we an organization of integrity that sets goals and makes clear with one another what's expected in our behavior and our performance? And then do we consistently and sustainably deliver on these promises that we make to each other and to ourselves. And to start this process for our workshop participants, we often ask the question, what keeps you from being as accountable as you could be? Mm -hmm. Jim, how would you answer that question? What keeps me from being as accountable is just, you know, 
a weakness of of uh, I, I guess spirit to some degree, a tendency to kick the can down the road, the tendency to procrastinate, and uh, I'm sure that that's fear based. Um, I think procrastination. You know, prevents me from having to put a finished product in front of somebody that then <laughs> that might fail. That might fail, yeah. right? And so I have a tendency to kick the can down the road, which is really kind of nonsense from an objective perspective because I, I rarely fail to deliver something worthwhile. I mean, it, but but I just sometimes I take way too much time to do it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I were to answer the question, what keeps me from being as accountable as I could be, a couple things come to mind. One is that I don't spend enough time focusing on vision. Mm-hmm. I don't keep my eyes on the prize. And the other is overcommitment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm too, I, I, I don't say no as often as I should to keep me as accountable as I could be. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you think about what we say on the show or um, your perspectives on effective workplace dynamics or leadership. Give us a call. Leave a message on our listener comment line at 206-973-7377 or send us an email at talktous at thebossshow.com. In our book, uh, Land on Your Feet, Not on Your Face, we, uh, we one of our, our planks, Plank 10, is... Uh, is regarding accountability and accountability is partly a structural thing it's partly a cultural thing it's partly really a kind of an emotional and relational thing but one of the things that we we want to identify um, is those foundational issues that that are set the stage for high accountability in an organization and I, I, I you know say in the book we say in the book that one of those foundations is is uh, is values do we share the same values. And it's a good, it's a potentially a good starting point. What do you think? Yeah. And, and, you know, as you listen to this, as you listen to, to us talk about what create the foundations for a high accountability organization. And again, anything you want to get done needs high accountability, regardless of what your mission is, um, because you want to be doing the best you can. You want to be as effective as you can. As you listen to this, maybe rate yourself on a scale mm-hmm. of one to 10. Like to what extent? Jim just mentioned values where um, where people in an organization or team share values. This is foundational for high accountability. How do we want to be with each other? Right. How do, how do we want to show up for right. each other? So scale of one to 10 yeah. for you. To what extent do you pay attention to mm-hmm. that? Yeah. <laughs> to what extent is it, um, is, it, is it understood in the workplace that there are values that we're all uh, on the same page about? Because when those are violated, I, I don't, I don't want to necessarily be accountable to someone that doesn't share in a pretty fundamental way my my view of the way the world should be. Right. Right. So right. So if you want, if you're my boss and you want to hold me accountable for performance, if we're not on the same page in terms of what we value, mm-hmm. in terms of ethics, behavior, yeah. honesty, everything. Yeah, I want to and, get the sale regardless of what it takes, Jim. Right. And, and I, I want you to go out there, and I don't care if you have to lie, cheat, or steal to get the sale. That's what... Yeah. Right, and I don't care how much you're going to drive me to perform. I'm not going to want to be held accountable to somebody that I just don't have that connection with. And another thing, another way to say, I think probably the same phenomenon, is that teams that share values have higher levels of trust. Yeah. So if you're, you know, if you're really about serving the customer, customer and if they that means that what we have to offer the customer isn't going to work for, for them, and you're going to be honest about that. If I'm on that same page with you, then we have more trust between us. 
and trust is the foundation for everything that creates success in the workplace. So I think you've wisely said that the, this, the, the value is maybe it's a push. It's something that's kind of behind us that pushes us forward and to choosing certain types of behavior. There's also a, a pull, and that's vision. Do, do we... Do we all understand where it is we're headed with this thing? Do we agree that that's a good place to go? Right. And that's I want I'm going to be more accountable to you, and you're going to be more accountable to me if we're both excited about where we're going. And so many businesses lack that fundamental agreement or clarity on what the end, what the what the eyes on the prize, right? Right, right. They're too focused on tactics, too focused on on current challenges and resolving them, and not enough focused on you know who do we want to be as a team in the world? Um, what is it that um, what are we reaching for? What is our north star? And as I said before the break, this is a. This is an issue for me. It's just something that I I tend to keep my head down um, and focus on doing what's in front of me as well as I can possibly do it. And there's a really positive motivation for that. But um, I've needed other people, um, you know, specifically you quite often, to kind of lift my head and look toward a longer ter- term horizon and say, you know, here's what we, co- what we could be. Here's what we could create. Let's brainstorm that together. Let's pay attention to it. And that's going to pull us forward into a higher level of um, effectiveness as well as, uh, you know, potential. In our plank on shared vision, we used the, the sports team met, uh, um, metaphor. Metaphor, thank you. And uh, that's an interesting one where everybody piles into the stadium and they all want the same thing to happen. And all of their differences and, and uh, conflicts tend to disappear because they're all looking at the same scoreboard, uh, looking out for the same uh, positive result, and that is their team winning. You want your team to be like that as well. So we're ta- we started talking about a f- how to set a foundation for accountability in your workplace. Um, you've got to pay attention to values and your team has to be on the same page on them. You have to pay attention to vision. What could we be? What are we moving towards? What is pulling us toward it? What's our North Star? Um, a third, a third and again, fund. Steve, that's important, not just for motivation, but also for accountability. It's just, I want, th- this means that I know what I'm contributing to. This means that this little project I'm working on has the context of the big picture, of the big vision, and it, it makes everything I do more meaningful, and it makes it more interesting and fun to knuckle down and accomplish it and overcome the obstacles that I need to overcome in order to get that done. Because there's a higher meaning to it. Yeah, this, is, this is what the vision provides. It's the difference between uh, going up to the guy who's uh, who's chiseling on a piece of stone and asking him what he's doing, and he says, I'm... I'm cutting I'm shaping a piece of stone and and the other guy is doing exactly the same thing and he says I'm building a cathedral exactly yeah What else sets a foundation for accountability? Well, discipline. And by this, we don't mean, you know, military discipline, everybody (laughs) marching at exactly the same time. We mean personal discipline. We mean the kind of organization and um, attention to uh, processes and details that it takes to turn commitment into action. Yeah, this is a really important point. And I, I, I think that I personally am at my worst when I have something that I want to get done or feel that I need to get done, and I'm not doing the things that I need to do to make it happen. That's, that's a kind of a personal hell for me. 
Yeah. So I, I either need to do the things that are going to get me there, or I need to to walk past that particular goal and and have the grace to say that's just not going to happen. Right. And I, I think there's still some things, even at this advanced age that I'm at, where I still haven't squared up what I want with what I'm willing to do to make it happen. Mm. And that, that can be a really uncomfortable place. Yeah, because it's about integrity. I mean, it's, it's about it's, integrity, it's, it's but it's hit. also just it's it's just about kind of feeling bad about yourself a lot. Mm. Yeah, and, and I mean, again, that seems to me that it's about integrity. If you have mm. values yeah. that you're not operating from, if you have a vision that is powerful for you and you're not working toward it because you don't have the discipline to make it happen, then it's an integrity issue. Well, there's and a what do we have at the core of who we are other than our integrity? Yeah, I think this is where a lot of people's self-loathing and self-hatred comes from, is is knowing that they lack the discipline to, to put into action what they need to do in their life. It's, mm-hmm. it's a tough place to be. It is. And then um, another foundation for accountability is a learning environment, which means um, treating failure in effective ways, treating mm-hmm. failure not as an opportunity to punish someone, but as an opportunity to learn. Yeah, and um, this is part of your discipline, <laughs> you know, True. is to reflect um, you, you know, you can't just bull ahead. You've got to lift your eyes up. You've got to say, what's going on here? What did we do well? What did we not do well? And let's not pretend we did well when we didn't. I think that's an important area of accountability as well, is sometimes when organizations or teams or individuals fail, their primary uh, response is to tell a story about why they failed that's not accurate, and that doesn't uh, help them grow. So, Steve, you have something written down here in our notes. Why accountability is nearly impossible if the boss is a jerk. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, you can be operating from your values, and you can be, as we uh, spoke about earlier, and you can be uh, keeping the vision in mind, and, um, you know, you can treat uh, failure in very positive ways as a learning opportunity. If the boss... If the leadership in your team or organization um, are not effective uh, leaders, strong leaders, authentic people with quality relationships, then accountability is likely to go out the window. Um, If you've got a a boss who's not organized um, or a boss who uh, changes her mind every week about where we're going and how we're going to get there. Um, If you have a boss who's very thin-skinned and can't handle criticism um, but dishes it out in, you know, in massive amounts. um, Yeah, this is so important. I mean, we're back to really the second plan out of the 12 in our in our leadership platform, which is called Be Worthy of Followers. And, you know, the fact is we perform for people that we respect. And we perform to a certain degree for people that we like and we feel an affinity towards. And some bosses just don't believe that that's important. Mm-hmm. Some bosses say, I'm the boss, you're not the boss. If you just do what you're supposed to do, everything's going to be fine. And I know that's kind of old school, but boy, it, it is still out there. Yeah, it reflects kind of a mechanistic worldview where yeah. we're all just cogs in the machine. My job as the boss is to make sure that the machine is running well, and so all I have to do is kind of oil it and tune it once in a while. Unfortunately, people don't work like that. People yeah, I... need you to be uh, to, to hold the vision. People need you to be effective in your relationships. People need you to understand what interests 
intrinsic motivation is like. People need you to, to have that personal discipline. All these are characterological issues without which uh, you can't get high accountability. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I learned a lot about this from my uh, dear departed father who, who really saw his success through the lens of the success of others, including his boss. If he could make his boss a success, if he could make his peers, his employees, if he could make them successful, then that that was enough for him. He, he didn't have to be, um, you know, pinning the medals to his chest. He he wanted to be in service to other people to help them be successful. And if if you work for a boss like that, you're you're going to want to perform for that person. Right. That person has your back and really has your best interests at heart. And and really wants you to be to maximize your potential as a human being. Why, why wouldn't you want to bust your behind to to help make things happen for that person? Yeah, yeah. It's personal. W- it is. It's but personal. It, but it's also it, there's another side of it to me. I'm not sure I can effectively articulate it, but it's about unleashing my potential to be who I need to be. It's about trusting me, my own intrinsic motivation, um, my own desire to maximize my own potential, to self-actualize, and getting out of the way of that, as opposed to trying to have to, you know, control it or put it in a box or take credit for it. It's like, recognize the strengths of the people who work for and with you and 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 just unleash them. Take the light. Be joyful about uh, other people's achievements. Um, I, you know, I think the best bosses are are the people that are just moved by a strong sense of emotion when one of their employees or coworkers does something extraordinary. Right. It's like the best thing that can happen to a good leader. Right, absolutely. And there's no ego in that. We'll talk about ego and leading beyond ego in, in uh, next week's, uh, in, in the shows a couple weeks from now. Um, and that beyond ego leader, you probably hopefully have had one in your life. There's no question that they create a high accountability team or organization. We've been spending most of the show on how to create the foundations for a high accountability organization. You might want to, if you're joining us late, you might want to go back to thebossshow.com and download the whole show. But um, we want to transition now, and this is part one of a two-parter, so we'll finish in part two, but we want to transition into practical suggestions. Mm -hmm. So yeah, foundations, values, vision, the important words, leadership character, character, which we could spend um, decades talking about. But let's also give you some very practical tools. Accountability by its nature is really about forming contracts with people um, or forming a contract with yourself in terms of your own accountability. Even we like to say- So let's talk about a contract for a second. A contract is- you say you can have a contract with yourself. Um, yes, but a contract, more specifically, is when two parties get together and agree on an outcome that both have a vested interest in achieving. Would that be fair? Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's a good definition. I don't yeah, think I've so, ever heard. So two people come together. We both want something. Mm-hmm. This is our negotiation of what I will contribute to that outcome. Here's what you will contribute to the outcome. And the contract also defines the consequences of non-performance for either party. Mm-hmm. 
Right. right. And so, it defines a lot of other things, too, that we're going to talk about to help you form better contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say that you can, uh, you know, you say between two or more people, I think it can also, you can also create a contract with yourself. And as an executive coach, I'm often suggesting to my clients that they do that sort of thing, mm-hmm. create a contract with themselves and and outline that contract with enough specificity that um, they're more likely to honor that commitment that they've made to themselves. Mm-hmm. We, we like to say in Path Forward that even a meeting on a calendar is a contract. Absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, that was one of your, um, there was a line in the book that I'm sure came from you. Uh, you know, I like, it's just, it makes it very practical. Yeah, I mean, let's just take it down to a really, really, really simple thing. So um, we got here to record the shows today, and um, oh, and I, I showed up late. Is that what you're going to no, say? No, actually, I wasn't. I oh, was okay. Just say, I, I said, I'm hey, sorry. Hey, um, I'm going upstairs to get some water. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want some water? Mm-hmm. Right now, that was a little contract. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really, basically, I I agreed contractually to go get you some water. You agreed that I would get you water. Mm-hmm. You want water. I know you want water. And when I, if I had come back without water, I would have been in violation of our contract. That's right. And I would have been pissed. <laughs> well, Fortunately, yeah. you came back with the water <laughs> yeah. and everything was so fine. I fulfilled the contract. And, you know, for simple contracts like meetings on calendars or very simple meetings, you don't need to spell out consequences for failure. Sure. Jim, if you don't bring me that water, here's how I will respond. But I would have lo- I would have lost a tiny bit of trust if I hadn't. That's true. And, and may- the next time yeah. I said, hey, I'm going to go get something for you, you'd be wondering if I was... If I was going to deliver. Right. Because I didn't last time. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Which yeah. goes back to the personal discipline Absolutely. Um, foundation that we were talking about earlier, uh, which includes that kind of, you know, consistency. Um, so framing accountability as a succession of contracts help helps us to make it really practical um, in ways that can we believe turbocharge the level of accountability across your team or organization. So we're talking about accountability today in part one of our two-part episode on uh, what we call Plank 10 of our 12 Plank Leadership Platform, which is all about how to get yourself more accountable, how to get your teams more accountable. How to have a healthy organization. We just started to scratch the surface of um, of what we're calling the contract, which is um, a, a, a series of components that help you and your organization become more accountable. We're going to get into those in some detail in um, the, in part two next week. But just to give you a little tease, we're, uh, some of these components include what's being done, what are we agreeing to, who's doing it, why are we doing it, when does it need to get done by, all of these things are important to pay attention to if you want to create a high accountability organization. The Boss Show is produced by Path Forward Leadership and our sound engineer is Kevin Dodrell. If you missed any of the show, you can get all of it in its entirety online at thebossshow.com. That's also where you can go to subscribe to the podcast or to contact us. Hey, thanks for listening. And don't forget, rule rule number number six. six.